Welcome back to my channel. Um, today we're talking about long distance friendships. It's the month of February. This is typically the month of love and relationships. And I love all that too, but I really do want to talk about the love, uh, the love in friendships because we need, we need friends, right? We need friends. So I started doing this episode first and then I was like, why not do an episode on why we need friends? So next week, make sure you come back so you can hear the episode on why we need friends, because I'm sure there have been so many times when all of us have probably got caught in the trap of saying, I don't need friends. Friends, friends are a distraction. And yes, friends sometimes do serve as a distraction. And that is good. You, you need it. You need it. So make sure you come back to hear that episode next week. And I really prefer to hold this microphone. Like, of course, I don't need to hold it. Like, it's been clipped on, but I'm like, I feel more official with my mini mic. So let's talk about long distance friendships, which are very, very prevalent in adulthood. Because at this point, we've gone to high school, we've gone to college, and we've probably moved away from our home city or our college city, et cetera. And we've built relationships with people in those particular cities, we moved away. Some friendships you hold on to, some you just don't, right? I will say to nurture a long distance friendship, it's going to take creativity, patience, and a lot of time, but it's worth it. I will say the majority of my friendships are actually long distance friendships. And when I say friendships, if you, you've heard this before, and if not from me, then someone else, right? We have friends for a reason. We have friends for a season and we have friends for a lifetime. That being said, you have friends for different reasons and not everyone is meant to be your closest friend. That's, that's actually exhausting and it's just impossible. So everybody you are around all the time does not need to be one of your closest, dearest friends who you would put your life in their hands or give them your child to take care of if you passed away, et cetera, right? That is not what you need to do. And I think a lot of us feel we need that. And I've pigeonholed myself before by thinking, I'm not hanging out with anybody that's not 100% my friend, like not my closest friend. But sometimes friends are your friends for the reason of just hanging out. Sometimes the reason you guys are connected is because like you guys can have a good time together when you want to do something, you know, you two can rely on each other. It doesn't need to be when I want to run errands with someone, this is the friend I called, or when I am needing advice or going through a tough patch, like this is the person I call. Every friend doesn't have to fulfill that need. But let me jump back into long distance friendships, which is why you're here today, right? Overall, when I was doing research for this, it was so hard to find statistics on long distance friendships. Now I found stats on long distance relationships, which I'll use and we can kind of just parallel the two relationships, but obviously there are some major differences between a romantic relationship and a friendship. So I think the data can be parallel. We'll see. But many long distance relationships do not last because one person stops putting in the effort it takes to maintain the relationship. On average, long distance couples have phone conversations lasting up to 30 minutes. This one, this one got me because I'm like, okay, 
I don't know because me and my long distance friends, we talk on the phone for hours at a time. So it could be a four to five hour conversation. And it's not just straight talking either for that time. Like we could just be doing our own thing and then we come back together. We continue. Com- I don't know. But like if I had a boyfriend who lived in another state and all I had was 30 minutes out of him, I'd be really mad. I'd be I'd be mad. Maybe they're saying 30 minutes at a time. Like, you know, you you capture them in the morning, catch them in the afternoon, etc. But Woo. Next, when it comes to long distance, on average, couples are about 125 miles away from each other. That's that's kind of far, but that's not too far. That's about a two hour drive, two and a half hour drive. So none of my friends are two and a half hours driving distance. This one was my favorite. And this is the last one. The success rate. It wasn't my favorite because it's bad. But the success rate of long distance relationships is 58%. So 58% of the couples who are in long distance relationships make it to whatever the end goal is or they're successful. I don't actually know how they define success, but 58%. So if Bay and Patricia, Patricia and her Bay have a 58% chance of making it, I can assume you and your friend probably have a 58% chance of making it too. Those are the parallels I'm going to draw. So I've already said most of my friends are long distance friends. And again, friends, when I say friends right now, I mean my best friends. Okay. Most of my best friends do not live in the same city or state as me. And I met most of them in college slash all of them in college. And that, that was, that was obvious that we would not end up in the same place, right? We are everywhere around this country. To this day, like I graduated from college when? 10 years ago, almost 10 years ago. And I still consider these as my best friends. I haven't met anyone that I feel like you're going to replace her. You know, hopefully they haven't met anyone that can like replace me, but that's another topic, another conversation. So first I want to jump into the challenges of maintaining a long distance for friendship. I was going to say relationship, the challenges of maintaining a long distance friendship. The first one I can think of is a time zone difference. And this isn't really a situation or this isn't really a problem for me because most of my friends live in the Eastern time zone. So I don't have to worry about that really. I'm in central time zone. So there's just an hour difference, but think about those people who may live in New York and their best friend has moved all the way to California. That's a huge, that's a huge time gap, right? I think that's like four hour gap or something. So that means you actually do have to make plans to talk to this person because, or know their schedule, right? You can't just call them when it's four o'clock your time and eight o'clock their time because that you're just getting out of work and they could be going to bed. If, it, if it's me, I'm getting ready to get in the bed at 8 p.m. if it's me. The next thing you have to worry about in terms of long distance friendships is the conflict resolution or lack of. So think about it. When you get into an argument with a friend who you see frequently every day, like you feel like you kind of have to resolve it, right? Or end it either way. You have to have some sort of solution because if you don't resolve it, then there's going to be this huge sort of friction in your everyday life, especially if you have a group of friends who you're with all the time and you don't talk to this person, you and this person are beefing. So things can happen. Now I have had this situation happen where I stopped being friends with one person within a friend group. Me and the other friend are still, it was a trio. Me, if you want to hear that, let me know. But me and the other friend are still friends, but me and the 
other friend are no longer friends. Okay. So we still see each other in situations where we have to, there's no bad blood or anything. So yeah, you just move on. Right. But in terms of you getting into an argument with a long distance friend, this could put a hole in your day, right? Maybe you spend a lot of time together on the phone. You send messages to each other all the time, etc. But my hypothesis is because you don't see that person all the time or talk to that person all the time, it's easier to just move on and forget about it. Now, you can move on and forget about it with each other or you just may not even talk to each other anymore. It's easier to get over it. So I think just conflict resolution in general when you're in a long distance friendship is a little bit trickier. Now, the biggest one, the biggest challenge, of course, limited in-person interaction. This is my own statistic, Quanisha statistic. I think that over 95% of your relationship when you're in a long distance friendship occurs via technology. So that's on the phone, texting, FaceTiming, video chatting, Zooming, social mediaing, whatever you are doing, it is via technology because you live in different places. So you're obviously not spending as much time with each other physically going through similar experiences together. So it's sort of like you don't have a full connection, but hear me out. When people are in close proximity of each other, they get to share more with each other and go through life experiences, go through life experiences together, which is going to create more closeness. It almost takes a lot of planning and timing to prioritize and catch up with your long distance friend. I personally do not believe in long, low maintenance friendships. So I'm sure we've all heard the term low maintenance friendships where you don't have to put in that much time to spend time with that person or you don't have to talk to that person as much, but both of y'all know what's going on. It's it's similar. Let me tell you what it sounds just like. It sounds like that girl who's like, oh, we don't speak when we see each other, but me and him know what it is. He doesn't speak to you in public, but you know what it is. That's not that's not what you really want. That's not ideal. I don't want that for you, right? So a low, low maintenance friendship is like, oh, we talk once a year, but we're still best friends. We're close as ever. I think as you guys have good chemistry, right? Because whenever you and that friend do link up, whenever you and that friend do talk, it's still good chemistry. You can still just automatically click and start talking about things, start sharing things and just get it all out you know, but really friendship is about the day-to-day occurrences, right? The people who are there for you. And if that friend is never there for you, is that really a friend? I guess. I I don't know. I don't think so. But I'm willing to bet that if you and your long distance friend make the time to talk to each other, make the time to have more contact with each other, it would create more closeness. You have more of those bursts of dopamine that you get when you do talk to your friend. Now, baby, this is the one for me. Difficulty keeping up with day to day happenings. I can't tell you how many times I forgot that. Just day to day, like think about, think about your day, right? Think about your, the people you interact with daily, the places you interact with daily, the things you do. It's hard to conceptualize those things for my friends if I've never been there. So for instance, my friend Sally, who lives in Tampa, like we have the relationship, like where we talk about like very mundane daily tasks, cooking, cleaning tips, um, gardening. I don't garden. She gardens, but she does help me 
maintain my trees in my backyard, which are dead right now because of the latest freeze. But we talk about very daily mundane tasks. And before it was very hard to conceptualize like what those things really were without me seeing them. So of course we video chat, but her driving places and stuff like that, like she's talking to me about this and I'm like, Hmm. Okay. 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 So when I went to Tampa and I was finally able to see, Oh, this is the McDonald's you, Oh, okay. I can see it now. Like I can actually conceptualize it. This is where you take a walk. I see it now. I feel more connected to her daily life. Same thing when she came to visit me. Oh, these are your friends that you talk about. This is the place where you went. This is the thing you want to do with your house. We're able to then make the connecting things, but being long distance makes it so hard to make those regular connections, you know? So that is another challenge with long distance friendships. So now I want to get into some strategies for maintaining long distance friendships. One is regular communication. I mean, communication, right? So phone texting, calling, social media, Zoom, everything I said before, regular communication. What regular means to you is up to you now. That doesn't mean that you need to talk to your friend every single day. You don't need to. That could mean every week. That could mean a couple times a week. Whatever is regular for you and her slash him, do it. Because that consistent and regular communication is what's going to drive connection between you two. I think during quarantine, that's when me and my friends grew super close again because we would we were in the house. We had nothing else to do. So literally, it was... What you doing? Okay, um, let's do it together. So I remember me and when me and one of my friends would have cooking parties. We would look for ingredient. I mean, look for recipes online. Say, oh, we want to cook this. Buy all the ingredients. Make sure we had all the right ingredients, the same ingredients. Get on Zoom, cook it together, taste it, talk about it. Will we make it again? Sometimes we added it to like our repertoire. Sometimes we were like trash it. So we would have cooking parties. We had painting parties too. That was fun. I like painting parties. So I would host painting parties as well. Because quarantine took away human connection, so many people looked for ways to connect. And I think that during that time, like all of us really connected. So it's important to bring back those same connection principles from quarantine into our daily lives with our long distance friends. Another one of my best friends, like we just stay on the phone running errands together. So we'll switch between phone and video, just talking. She'll show me something. Okay, go back to the phone because I don't have service. It's going to be choppy. I'll show her something. Like, I'll show her something, go back to video, phone, etc. So just going back and forth, running our errands together. So that's another way for you to stay connected with your friends. I also don't think you have to set up dedicated time. So I know some people like set up appointments with their friends or set up specific dates with their friends. You know, I, I, me and my friends don't do that. We call. It's not a good time. I'll call you back tomorrow. Call you back later. Whatever. You know, you don't always have to like set up a designated time. The next way for you to maintain your long distance friendship, and this is one of my favorites, is to visit and celebrate special occasions together. This could be you visiting each other, you guys going on a trip together, like you're meeting in a place. This is one of my favorite ways to spend time with my friends, reconnect with my friends, especially my long distance friends, because we are experiencing something new together. They're experiencing a piece of me. I'm experiencing a piece of them, etc. When I get to visit my friend, like I like to see like, oh, this is how you live. This is your daily routine. Like I really do feel connected 
to them seeing what they're doing what what what's going on like i'm all up in your business what is it you know so that's always my favorite part and likewise for them too i'm like come to my house come with me so that's always fun so if you have time if you have money if you have the opportunity i highly highly recommend with your long distance friends make the time to celebrate special occasions together and visit each other my two best friends right now are coming here for galentine's um this year so i'm really excited about that because those are my gals and we're gonna do galentine's together another one is sending care packages or gifts to each other all of us love to receive packages that's why we order from amazon all the time right but who doesn't love to receive thoughtful messages or thoughtful gifts from their friends so i i didn't i didn't start this year typically I'll have a little box that I'm just loading up with stuff to send to one of my friends. And if it's like, oh, I know she'll like this. Oh, I know she'll like this. And it's just a box. I call it her birthday box. Her birthday is in. This is going to tie to the next one. This is going to tie exactly to the next one. But her birthday is in September, I believe. <laughs> and I just collect things that she would like, put them in a box and ship it to her. Sometimes it's a month late. Sometimes it's six months late, but she still gets it. And I am working on it throughout the year for her. Or if she comes, I'll give it to her right then and there. But this is great because if it's something your friend uses all the time or something that's going to be in your friend's house or their living space, there's always going to be a constant reminder of you and their friendship. So my other best friend bought my first pop. That was not my first, my second podcast mic. And it's the podcast mic that I use more often, not this one, but my actual just podcast mic. So she brought me that for Christmas and I love her for that, right? So yeah, that's just a simple way. The last and very important way to maintain your long distance friendships is use your calendar. As you can see, I am the queen of forgetting things. If I do not write it down, if I do not put it on my calendar, if I have not, if it's not down somewhere physically or digitally, it won't happen. It will not happen. So my first year after college, I found myself forgetting everybody's birthday because I was no longer part of the, the planning and the actual celebration of it. It was more so, oh, I'm back and I'm watching it on social media or we're talking on the phone. It's like, oh, your birthday is coming up. Put it in your calendar. Just put it in your calendar. Like I cannot remember a specific birthday for the love of me. I can't. And it's not that I don't love my friends because I, I clearly love them, right? I just have to put them in my calendar. So I have a reminder set for me for the week before and the day before and the day of so I can remember. So if I did want to get a gift for them, like at least like, month of i have some idea like oh their birthday's coming up when is it and then i'll get that reminder so that when i do want to get them something i can send it to them now i will say they don't they don't always come on time i what is the same i'm not always there on time but i'm always there at the right time okay so then i started thinking about the benefits of maintaining long distance friendships one is going to show you how to appreciate and value time spent together. So because you have this person who you do value so much in your life, but you don't have them every day with you, when you do have time with them, you want to value that time with them. Two, it gives you a more diverse range of friends. I love hearing the opinions from my friends who live all over the country, who 
have all different experiences, who have different professions, interact with different people, have different relationship status, et cetera. Like I like to hear all the different opinions. I like to ask what they think about things because they all have different they're all different. And then finally, having a support network that ranges across the country or even the world. If you have a friend in another country, I don't have a friend in another country. Maybe that's on my bucket list, but I don't really know how to do that. But yeah, like it's nice to know that if I go here, I have a friend. So that is it for us today. I hope you guys really enjoyed this video. Please don't forget to subscribe if you are watching the YouTube video or if you are listening to the podcast, don't forget to share this with a friend, especially your long distance friend. So you can let them know like, hey, this is about us. And I will see you guys at the next one. Bye.